Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only four ninety five a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Ha, ha, ha. Get it, Glenn. Not blue check verified, but blue-eyed verified. Hello. Good morning, I, sir. I like that. I like that. Thanks, <laughs> Steph. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, you know, since we just played that, and Travis was asking before the break about the, the trans uh, issue, I, you made an interesting point, Travis, that it's only trans women. Correct. I mean, that seems discriminatory just on its face. Talk to us about that a bit. Yeah, well, they'll fix that. They'll amend the uh, the law, and they'll... Uh, include trans boys as well. But I I do think there will be an equal protection challenge made against these laws, you know, and and a reasonable, rational, uncompromised Supreme Court would probably strike it down. But that's not the Supreme Court we have. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that's always disturbing. I just thought Representative Aguilar uh, made a good point about our, our small government party. Yeah. Ask our Republican colleagues how you're going to determine that. How are they going to inspect that? A lot of us up here, all of us up here have kids. A lot of them played sports. What are they comfortable doing? Are they comfortable or Republicans advocating for coaches to inspect young women? Are they comfortable for us, a referee or an athletic director? That's what this is about. Yeah. I mean, I have to assume there's some right of privacy, isn't there? I mean, literally, this is a small, they call themselves a small government party that wants to be, and, you know, willy-nilly calls people pedophiles that want to be in your children's pants, literally. Yeah, you know, I I mourn for this generation of kids coming up. But here's the good news. Um, You know, I saw some report, some poll recently that said, you know, if you look at the Gen Z population, you know the percentage of Gen Zers who say they identify with the Republican Party or they intend to vote Republican? That would be zero. So yeah. you know what? That, I think, should give us hope for the future, if not for the present. Yeah. Well, OK, so we've been waiting all week to get your reaction to the Fox uh, Dominion lawsuit. <laughs> I know that you said on TV we've only just begun. And I know that that was like a that was like, a, you know, that was a message to me because I'm a Carpenters fan. 
And <laughs> I'm also happy clappy like you. But what is your take? You know, once again, I'm a, a typical Libra. I can't decide. Like one person says one thing. And I'm, you know, I'm pissed that they settled. And then, you know, speaking of how the law works, they talk about how long it would have taken to actual for them actually to get money. I mean, it's so what is your general take? And particularly now that you've had a few days to absorb what happened with Dominion. You know, if, if I had to bet a buck, which is my betting limit, I'm not a high roller. I, I think this could mark the beginning of the end of Fox. The reason I say that is it's not just financial, though. Let's talk about the financial piece in a second. You know, Fox's lies, the lies of, of its anchors have been exposed. Tucker Carlson says in writing, Sidney Powell is a liar. And then Fox puts those lies on and fools the, the their viewers for money period. You know, these are important disclosures, revelations for all of us. And I do think they will eventually come home to roost. The money piece is pretty consequential, right? Dominion sues for $1.6 billion. They get about half of that, three quarters of a billion dollars in a settlement. One thing I can guarantee you, Steph, is Fox will now settle over and over and over and over again. Yeah. They flinched. They have shown themselves to be afraid of going to trial. So Smartmatic has sued them for 2.7. Yeah. So they'll probably get, what, 1.3, 1.4 billion. And there are more suits to come. So how many financial hits can Fox take and remain a going concern? I think this could spell the beginning of the end of Fox. Well, interesting you bring up, because Fox, of course, released a defiant statement mm -hmm. about the Smartmatic case. We will be ready to defend this case surrounding extremely newsworthy events when it goes to trial, likely in 2025. As a report prepared by our financial expert shows, Smartmatic, Smartmatic's damages claims are implausible, disconnected from reality, and on its face intended to chill First Amendment freedoms. So they're trying the same defense again and also saying, oh, th this was newsworthy these lies so they're not so it's okay yeah. and that didn't work and the judge has rejected that right. and the judge will reject it again and i love the post settlement statement they issued which actually said this settlement proves that we continue to adhere <laughs> yes. to the highest journalistic standards i mean if that's not orwellian yeah that's like the government cutting our chocolate rations and issuing a statement saying chocolate rations are up that's what <laughs> yes. we get from fox yes Yes. Well, you know I'm a healthy eater, and eating better is easy with Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites and more. There's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat. No prepping, cooking or cleanup is needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Head on over to factormeals.com slash liberal 50 and use that code liberal 50 to get 50% off. Once again, the code liberal 50 at factormeals.com slash liberal 50 for 50% off. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, you also, well, you tweeted, uh, Fox intentionally broadcast election lies. Election lies fueled the deadly January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, ergo. I, I mean, that's the other thing I wonder, is that, yeah, these lies fueled that, and then they could lied about January 6th. And, it, you know, as I was saying, Tucker, two nights ago, was repeating Russian propaganda that's been debunked already. So the sad part seems like they're going to continue to lie about other stuff, <laughs> Right. I mean, it's not, it doesn't seem like they've changed their business model. I mean, that's the depressing thing is they can stay, you know, a billion dollars is the cost of doing business and they can stay in business. And we were saying the other day, I don't know how much their insurance pays. They can take a tax write off. And in the meantime, they might have run their rivals out of business because I don't know that, you know, newsbacks and OAN can withstand these settlements. So it's just it's depressing that it could end up being a win for Fox, couldn't it? I don't know about a win, you know, but I do think now we have precedent. I would call it atmospheric precedent, not necessarily legal precedent. But Fox's own lies that they acknowledge have been exposed. So why can't folks who were at the Capitol on January 6th now bring suit against Fox exactly the way they brought suit against Donald Trump for inspiring the attack? And that is a suit that is alive and kicking because judges in D.C. have refused to throw it out. Well, how about they bring a suit against Fox now, given the track record that's been established? So that's why I, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I was yes, I Dom, wanted to like see the whole trial because I wanted to see it all exposed. But remember, mm -hmm. Steph, Smartmatic said you saw part of Fox's lies exposed. You're about to see the rest of Fox's lies exposed. So we're just getting warmed up. And yeah, well, what about the is lawsuits against the individuals that lied? What What's going to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. go ahead. Uh, look, the Giuliani's and the Powell's and the pillow guys and this one and that one. Oh, and yeah, I, I think all of these suits will go the way of the Fox suit with settlements. Yeah, I love that the pillow guy has to pay five million. Is it five million dollars? Yeah. He said five million dollars if you can prove me wrong. Someone's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that guy was a Trump supporter, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And your pillows are lumpy and uncomfortable. Yeah, they are. And noisy. <laughs> exactly. Um, you That was an interesting tweet. You said, I'd like to see the Dominion lawyer give his opening statement in a recorded video posted online so the American people would have could see what the evidence against Fox would have been. Um, he probably won't do that, but that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Why not? We've got to go on the offensive. We've got to take both gloves off and, and you know, get get the puncher. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of which, okay, t what is the latest on this ridiculous boy? Talk about these Trump judges, right? So what's I can't I can't pronounce her name. I'm Mary, sorry. Mary Kay Viscochiel. Exactly. Bless you. Um, <laughs> but so she rules that Mark. So does he have to or not? There was a delay and yeah. whatever. But she had her. Oh, I've, been, she I've ruled, been waiting to talk about yeah, this. One. She has so to, the, he has the, to answer a subpoena. Jim Jordan doesn't. But but Mark yes. Palmer, go ahead. The procedural posture right now is Judge Viscochiel um, sided with Jim Jordan over Alvin Bragg and said Mark Pomerantz must testify. But the Second Circuit Court of Appeals has already put a stay, put a pause, put a hold on that while it decides whether it wants wants to take the appeal. Here's my favorite part, though, Steph. In Judge Viscochiel's opening salvo in her 25-page motion, she says Mark Pomerantz must testify because no one is above 
the oh. law. Wait a minute, Judge Visco Chiel. You just <laughs> sided with the guy, Jim Jordan, who issued this subpoena <sighs> yeah. that you are enforcing. And Jim Jordan is above the law. Yeah. He, he criminally defied the exact same kind of subpoena he just served on Mark Pomerantz. So I don't know if you were angling to be a character on Saturday Night Live, Judge Visco Chiel, but you just, you know, you, you just displayed the height of hypocrisy by ruling with a guy mm -hmm. who's above the law. Yeah. So, you know, and here's what here's what I, I um, challenge all investigative journalists, Steph. Yeah. Judge Visco Chiel, you know what her qualifications were to become a federal judge with life tenure appointed by Donald Trump? For 33 years, she was a general commercial litigator in New York City. I'm not accusing her of anything, but boy, would I like to see what kind of business she did with Trump, the Trump Organization, the Trump Properties, Trump Contracts. I'd like to see if there are any entanglements there, because this 25-page ruling reads, from Judge Viscochil, reads like it was drafted by a combination of Jim Jordan's PR person yes. and Donald Trump's criminal defense attorneys. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I don't get is their legal strategy in terms of, you know, you always say as a lawyer, you never ask a question you don't know the answer to. I mean, how does Mark Pomerantz testifying help them? I mean, isn't he it just going to testify about what a giant crook Donald Trump is and that he should have been charged sooner? I mean, isn't that essentially it? It's interesting because Jim Jordan wants to take Pomerantz testimony behind closed doors. Why? Because Pomerantz will tap dance all over Jim Jordan's head because he's going to lay out exactly why he resigned um, after after amassing evidence that Donald Trump committed a ton of felonies and they had enough to convict him. And Alvin Bragg put a pause on that. So, yeah, Pomerantz's testimony will badly wound Donald Trump, which is why Jordan wants to do it behind closed doors. Yep. Um, you said judge rejects Donald Trump's attempt to delay E. Jean Carroll defamation trial uh, begins uh, 425 because hashtag justice matters. I mean, that does seem like the good news is judges are running out of patience for th this delay game he's been playing his entire life, right? Yeah. And, and the judge who's presiding in that case has been like smacking down Joe Takapina uh, Donald Trump's defense attorney. And the good news is there are other victims of Donald Trump's sexual assaults who will be testifying at the E. Jean Carroll case the judge has ruled. So I, I do, I, I give such props to Miss Carroll because look at all of the prosecutors who have been investigating Donald Trump forever, federally, in New York, in Georgia. And what's the first case that's going to trial? E. Jean Carroll's case. God bless her. We wish her well. And I'm feeling good about the likely outcome yeah. of that defamation suit. Yeah. Um, give us an update on where on the document case and on uh, J6. I mean, oh, excuse me. Also, Georgia. That seems significant. It looks like one of the electors is cooperating with Fawny Willis. Right. And then. Documents yeah. So the got... Georgia, the Georgia thing is a little legal, uh, criminal law weedy. But basically, one lawyer was representing 10 fake electors, all targets of Fawny Willis's criminal investigation. And Fawny Willis just last week had an interview with a couple of those fake electors, and two of them said their lawyer, a woman named Miss Bro, never even communicated to them that Fawny Willis made an immunity offer, oh, wow. which is a big ticket ethical yeah. lapse. Because yeah. if a prosecutor makes your client a really beneficial offer, you had better fully communicate that to your client yeah. or else you're 
let me use a legal term, you're screwed, yeah. right? That's a disbarable offense. And then the other thing that developed is some of the fake electors said other fake electors had committed Georgia state crimes that they had nothing to do with. Well, that means this lawyer is conflicted. She can't represent them all because one might flip against another. So all of these are good developments, but I will warn people, it could push the indictment even further down the road because of the necessity of getting 10 defense attorneys and negotiating oh, with man. them. So, you know, we're going to keep our eye on Georgia, but who the heck knows right. what the time frame is. Right. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. And then, uh, obviously, Evan Corcoran being forced to testify yeah. in documents case. Where, where is your take on where we sit with that? Yeah, and full disclosure, I worked with Kevin, uh, with Evan Corcoran years ago. I had a case in common with him. Um, so uh, when he was a prosecutor, that is. Uh, it, it really is a big development when one of your criminal defense attorneys goes into the grand jury and testifies against the client about what he did, probably obstructed justice in the classified documents probe. Evan Corcoran has now removed himself as a lawyer from the documents case. Yeah. Interestingly, he hasn't removed himself from all the other cases yet, but I have a feeling that's coming. So listen, Jack Smith is setting up the justice wood, knocking it down, getting everything he needs to get before he moves toward indictments. But I feel like that one grows closer by the day. Okay. Um, you know everybody. Can we just say, um, before we went on, you said my partner in homicide, and it took me a second to go, oh, you tried homicide cases with him. Okay. That's an <laughs> yeah, important yeah. distinction. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about, Clarence, speaking of, uh, were we talking about ethical lapses, human ethical lapse, uh, Clarence Thomas. <laughs> so uh, Dick Durbin has asked Chief Justice John Roberts to testify before Congress about ethic rules for Supreme Court justices and potential reforms. I, what do we do about a problem like Clarence Thomas? What can we do? Yeah, compromise at the Supreme Court. Clarence Thomas ought to resign. I doubt he will. But um, I, I found it interesting that um, Senator Durbin politely invited Chief Justice Roberts to testify about the ethical lapses at the court and the need for a code of ethical conduct um, to be applied to the justices. You know, like it's a cotillion. Hey, would you, do, would you mind? Come on down and testifying. I hope that when Chief Justice Roberts politely declines that they subpoena his mm -hmm. stinking you know what, mm -hmm. because yes. this this problem has to be wrestled to the ground. Yeah. We cannot have a compromised Supreme Court um, and, and we have to be willing to fight for it, yeah. not just take the polite declination and move on to the 
agreed. the outrage du jour. Yeah, agreed. Um, we are firing up the sexy liberal engine as star of uh, sexy liberal DC and LA. I'm just putting you on notice, blue eyes. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Anytime, <laughs> anywhere. I'm in. Okay. Love you, Glenn. See you next week. Thanks, Glenn. Love you, Steph. See you, guys.